0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, Penn's fans, your jerseys can stay in your closet for a few more years. And that's good news because can we even afford new jerseys with inflation? I can't. And the god of rap is in town sharing the stage with some of the best Black artists this weekend, plus our picks for the very worst of Pittsburgh this week. Ugh. It's Friday, July 15th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is Citycast Pittsburgh. I'm with our Citycast, this is just our podcast team, though, today. Uh, So, producer Mallory Falk. Hello. And team lead Megan Harris. Hey. So, we're talking about all the things that are big this week. Obviously, The Penguins are probably the biggest thing in in Pittsburgh since, you know, catch up.
1: Since the Steelers changed the name of the arena.
2: (laughs) I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about it. I wasn't ready to talk about it. We're all still in (laughs) collective denial. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, we had like some not awesome sports news this week, but, you know, this is a pretty solid follow up, I think.
2: Yeah, the the the
0: trio is staying together. What's going on?
1: Yeah, um, our big boys got their wish. Uh, Sid Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang uh, will all effectively get to play twenty years together for the same team. My God, it's
0: that has to be a um, record, unprecedented.
1: And yeah, it's I mean truly like at least in this era of professional sports. Yeah. Um, so the big question mark there was Evgeny Malkin. He was set to go on um, unrestricted free agent on wednesday and really at the 11th hour they made him an offer for a four-year deal it's pretty cool
0: i mean they've they've really though they've really grown up together like Totally. Mm-hmm. In every way. Yeah. And and on top of that, it's like, well, who your chances of being with the Pens and having another, you know, getting another cup, I feel like are pretty high. But, you know, is that what they're trying? I think yeah. that's probably what they're trying to accomplish.
1: I mean, it's probably is what they're trying to accomplish, but uh, it's a daunting challenge. Um, so this current squad. um, Crosby, Malkin, and Letang have won three championships together, 2009, 2016, and then a back-to-back in 17, um, and qualified for 16 consecutive postseasons. Like, it's insane.
2: But they're old. I, re- I resent that. I <laughs> resent that. I resent
0: that. That's
2: what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, not to be ageist, but is this normal?
1: No, not at all. So like their first championships were in their early 20s and it's really considered a peak point in a hockey player's career in like 26, 27, 28. People don't, major stars don't win championships after their early to mid 20s it's just totally like unheard of um, by the time these contracts are over Latang is going to be 41 and gino and sid will be 39
0: is yamir yager still playing because he was playing for a very long time
1: he was but he wasn't <laughs> winning championships that long
0: no his time was up but
2: so i mean assuming they can defy biology like what happens now how long can the team keep going this way
1: yeah, I mean, Malkin for himself, like he has big goals. He has said repeatedly that he wants to be the first Russian to win four cup titles. Um, and he said, I thought this was kind of a cute, like, uh, you know, callback to that he really likes the idea of doing what the Steelers of the 1970s did, which is kind of tying themselves to like all future generations of hockey fans by, you know, adding this fourth title. Um, Joe Green and the Steelers then called it uh, the quote invitation to immortality in this town. But I mean, you have to keep in mind like we haven't won a playoff series since april 2018 against the flyers that is a long
2: time i mean better than the pirates at least
1: i mean it is but we're used to winning like people in pittsburgh want a winning hockey team and like going to the postseason and not going any further is like frustrating
2: i mean have there been any other like comparable teams where the players were kind of on the older end of things
1: Sort of. Um, The only other team that's like kind of on our level right now, like age wise, is Tampa. Um, but most of the like powerhouses in hockey right now are all younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, historically, old teams don't win the Stanley Cup. Wayne Gretzky won his last cup at 27. Lemieux was 26. Bobby Orr was 24. But uh, a lot of sports writers in the last few days, as Pittsburgh sports writers who are trying to be optimistic, have pointed out that old players, because of nutrition and training and other things, don't have to be like... I don't know. Let go of their game quite as fast as historic as like past generations. So they like the ones I found were like Tom Brady uh, still playing at forty four, yeah. Rafael Nadal at thirty six, um, just won two Grand Slams. Tiger Woods won the Masters at forty three. Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship at fifty. And of course LeBron is an ancient thirty seven in the NBA um, and still doing well. But I thought it was like telling that only Pittsburgh writers are pointing this out. Like they're the ones that are like trying to be optimistic about how just how old all these guys are
0: so yeah so those are the those are like what the core those are the core group Mm -hmm. right but like what what other pieces what other I shouldn't use them as pieces what other players are coming back into the fold
1: I mean they're good pieces it's fine uh (laughs) some of the big names are um Brian Rust goaltender Casey DeSmith um winger Gensel forward uh Raquel and then you know all for the trio I thought this was really interesting someone um was like kind of applauding the general manager Ron Hextall which of course never happens in sports for any reason because he got all of these guys back for savings like he he re-signed all of these huge players for almost two million dollars less than we paid for them last year like that just doesn't happen
0: GMs are like the producers of uh (laughs) (laughs) They control the budget, you know, they do so much with all the story, all the players and they get they get no credit. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, And he's a big piece of what's going to happen next, because, you know, we're still in free agency. so. A lot more moves have to be made. One of their earlier career prospects has got to produce um, because a lot of those players do really well, but they only do really well in certain lineups. So that means everybody has to stay healthy. Um, And of course, our goaltending situation has been like a huge deficiency over the last couple of years, and they've invested heavily interest in Jari. So, you know, hopefully he uh, continues to do well or DeSmith can take over for him. Or something can happen. Well, I'm glad the pens
0: are saving some money because uh, we are not. Inflation <laughs> is up, Mallory, and everybody's feeling it.
2: It is indeed. Yes, a great transition <laughs> into our next topic. Um, so yeah, the numbers came out, and um, U.S. inflation hit 9.1 percent in June. Does anyone want to guess like when it was? you know, this high or the last time it hit a level this high? The Great Depression.
1: I honestly have no idea. (laughs) I would say like 90s,
2: maybe? I don't know. Uh, None of you quite hit it. uh, (laughs) November 1981. So this is a 40-year high. But, you know, solid guesses. And yeah, that's up. um, It was 8.6% in May. So it's grown since then. And, you know, I saw this story on NPR that said for the typical American family, that meant spending nearly $500 more in June just to maintain the same living standard mm. as this time last year. They, they didn't defi- say how they're defining typical American family. I'm not quite sure. But that did seem like a helpful way to to kind of understand what this actually means on the ground for folks.
0: Probably just math. Yeah, so I'm
2: curious, you know, where have you all seen this show up? Where have you been noticing these these higher prices?
1: Uh, gas.
2: <laughs> yeah, gas. I, I haven't been
0: driving that much. I've been trying to just, you know, walk or take the bus or just like leave my car in places and abandon it because I can't afford gas. Um, but I have gone to the post office and stamps were up. They went up like two cents. It was like 60 cents instead of like 57, 58. I forget what it was, but I just went like a, a month ago and it was like 57 or 58 cents.
1: Yeah. The grocery stuff has been kind of nuts too, right?
0: Yeah. So, um
1: I feel like those are the prices I see quoted all the time. Yeah,
2: exactly. The cost of food went up 1% from May, but has risen more than 10% over the past year. I saw this chart and it said like eggs are up 33%. I think people like to talk about eggs, margarine, some of these basics.
1: Bacon is the one that has offended me the most recently. I Sorry to our vegetarian friends.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. what I'm saving on bacon, I'm spending on, I don't know, Coffee. I haven't looked up the That's price the of lentils. <laughs> to dump on the vegetarian they turn to the lentil dishes (laughs) even the fruits
1: and veggies are up i think the last number i heard oh gosh from um the news briefing last night was like 18 percent on citrus fruits like i don't know what am i supposed to marinate in
0: (laughs) i i saw avocados that each avocado was 249
1: I got a bag for still a dollar an avocado the other day at the Eagle. So it's possible. It's
0: possible. It's possible. I put it down. I saw the price and I put it right back down because I was like, I know (laughs) I can get a dollar avocado
2: somewhere. Well, you know, Morgan, as like a fellow millennial, I know we've all been told if you just lay off the (laughs) avocado, homeownership is within reach. The problem isn't these rising mortgage rates, which have also skyrocketed, you know, um, as inflation has gone up.
1: Yeah. And rent
2: is rising at the fastest pace since 1986.
1: I saw average price in New York right now is $4,000 for a rental. Yeah. And, and Pittsburgh's, I think, was $1,700. And on the list that I was looking at, Pittsburgh was, like, by far the most affordable. But, like, $1,700 in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. for our, up, an apartment is nuts. It, it is. is.
2: Yeah. I saw, I think the median nationwide is 2000 So Pittsburgh's below that, but, like, not a lot below that. I just, nothing about this makes
0: sense to me. Everything's going up, but like... Nobody's salary is going up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shade to our uh, benevolent overlords at CityCast, but like, I don't see they pay us well. But like, (laughs) none of our paychecks are going up ten percent to make up for this.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I saw you know, average wages in June were up from a year ago. They were five point one percent higher. Um, that's down a little bit from May, which was five point two percent. But you know, that's that's not keeping pace with. How much, how expensive everything's getting. You know, if you've got almost 10% inflation and wages are up 5% for those who are lucky enough to be, you know, in that category. Yes.
1: Do we know why all of this is happening? Like, has there been any, like, I feel like there's always like a why somewhere behind it, but I may or may not hear it or understand it if I hear the answer.
2: Yeah. So, you know, a big part of the problem is that there's just this mismatch between like really strong consumer demand and limited supply. Um, I was listening to the podcast today. At explained uh, to get up to speed and they described it as too much money chasing too few goods. So there are all of these supply chain backlogs, and then there's this high consumer demand for goods that's kept that have kept prices elevated. And then obviously Russia's invasion of Ukraine has also had a huge effect on oil prices. It's disrupted global food supplies. Um, So those two things combined have driven up prices. And you know one example that I found that I think kind of illustrates things is right now there's this shortage of computer chips that you need to make new cars Cars. They're used for things like yeah. power steering systems and brakes. And that's affected auto production. There aren't as many new cars on the market. And so more people are looking for used cars. It's driven up vehicle prices, you know, in both those arenas. And and this is connected to the pandemic because, you know, during co during the pandemic or, you know, the first year of the pandemic, um, Automakers canceled some of their orders for computer chips because they just figured people wouldn't really be buying cars. But there was still that demand. Incorrect. Incorrect. (laughs) How how is that?
0: How's that prophecy right now? (laughs) So
1: are there any solutions coming?
2: Is anything going to get better for us? Like, I don't
1: know. Can the government do anything about
2: this? Yeah, I mean, so the tool that the Federal Reserve uses to try to make sure inflation doesn't go any higher is raising interest rates. So it's been doing that pretty aggressively, kind of hoping that'll tamp down consumer demand and get prices back under control. Um, So, you know, but because raising interest rates means it's more expensive to do things like get a car loan, buy a house, that kind of stuff. Um, And so in June, the Fed raised its key interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point, which was the largest hike since 1994. Um, And it's expected to make the same increase at its next meeting this month. Some observers now are wondering though whether it might go even further and raise interest rates by a full percentage point. And that's actually something that Canada's central bank just did earlier this week, because, you know, the U.S. is not the only country dealing with high inflation. A lot of other countries are struggling and fighting this right now. Um, And so, yeah, Canada went even more extreme and raised its interest a full percentage point. So we'll see what the Fed does at its meeting, you know, later in July. But there's also this tricky balance here, because if the Fed is too aggressive, it could cause a recession. So, you know, trying to figure out how to get these prices under control, but not you know, trigger another recession is a real challenge.
1: Um well and I guess uh, some good news Morgan's got something for us to do this weekend that's like mostly free, right? It's what
0: com- yeah, yeah, it's completely free. I mean, if you want to buy food and 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 support the businesses down there, that's a little bit different. I mean, yeah, that- <laughs> um, But yeah, it's uh, the Black Music Festival. It's 4 days and it's organized by the group uh Stop the Violence Pittsburgh. Each day is a different genre of Black American music acts. That's kind of cool. It is really cool. It's um it started, it started on Thursday with jazz and uh, some of the most, I don't know, at least for me, the most notable names, Layla Hathaway, um, who if you have the BT channel and have ever turned to it, any Saturday night, Sunday evening, there's always some like Layla Hathaway concert playing. Um, oh, wait,
1: I'm looking at the schedule now. So it's gospel on Friday and then hip hop on Saturday. That's the perfect That's transition. That's the way you bring like, it they're in. They're taking you to Jesus, and then they're bringing <laughs> it right back down we're to the people.
0: We're gonna praise <laughs> on Friday, and then go to the club on uh, Saturday.
2: And- I'm surprised they didn't slot gospel in on Sunday. As, like, no, no. I've looked at it. It's funk, blues, and soul. That looks
1: fun too, though. Like, you know, you gotta like, you gotta really feel like whatever nastiness you got
0: into on Saturday on Sunday. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited though for Saturday night. That's the night that like I'm going and um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be going. They had Rakim here last year and if you don't know who Rakim is, he's kind of considered like, you know, the god of of rap. He's an- I was about to
1: say, you called him a rap god so I'm going to need you to like back this up now. Yeah,
0: he absolutely <laughs> is. I mean, he's, he's arguably one of the best, you know, songwriters and MCs ever. He was one of the formative men in rap. He's from New York, you know just he was here last year and i got a bunch of like great pictures of him um well and also on saturday too
1: there's uh the tribute right to the artist that you've been talking about for weeks i'll let you uh you intro her
0: i was listening to her music this morning my cancer <laughs> goddess my fellow cancer water sign goddess Moonchild. All those things. Uh, Phyllis Hyman. Yeah, Phyllis Hyman is... There's going to be... Pittsburgh Zone. Yeah. A tribute to her. Uh, I think a bunch of different artists are going to be taking the stage and maybe, um, you know, singing some of her hits. Don't know who Phyllis Hyman is or was. Um, She was... I shouldn't say she was, like, the Whitney Houston. Like, you know, she was the voice, though, before wouldn't use i mean
1: that's how i always hear her described like she was whitney before there was whitney yeah unfortunately including the substance abuse issues yeah
0: like, and also also there was a little beef though between them that's why i'm kind of like yeah maybe i shouldn't say really? that i didn't know that because yeah, i th- I think really just newer person, newer kid on the block, you know.
1: Well, and they always pit female artists against each other. That's still true, but Mm -hmm. it was certainly true during their, like, come up, you know.
0: Yeah, and both, you know, both signed and sought after by uh, uh, Clive Davis, you know. So it was kind of like Phyllis was toward the end of her career and really struggling with um, substance abuse issues and, and then, you know. Here's very young Whitney Houston, you know, on the the scene as well. So it's a really nice event. It's all ages. It's free. People bring their portable chairs, vibe out hmm. Um, and we've got
1: some honorable mentions this week. Uh, we started with the good news for everybody, but there were uh, some, a lot of ways that Pittsburgh is like not really done us proud this week. Morgan, you had by far the most egregious example of this. So uh, I'll let you lead off.
0: Yeah. So a couple of <laughs> days ago, I saw a couple articles pop up from some you know local news organizations saying that this bar. In the South Side, which you already know where this is going. Um, Foxtail, Foxtail slash Sky Bar. They have a rooftop pool, which did not make our list for the ways to beat the heat. Ways to beat the heat. Yeah, not at all. Too gross. But they said that this- Even before this. Even before this, we knew. Um, Yeah, they said that the bar has gotten like a lot of complaints. And there is a video going around that has shut the bar down, at least for the time being because it really is the straw that broke the camel's back. And it is a video of a woman at the bar in broad daylight um, inserting a bottle of alcohol. I don't know what, you know, d- does the
1: type it of It looked alcohol. like a water bottle to me. I only watch this on my CityCast computer. Sorry, work. Uh, because working was talking about it yesterday.
0: I watched it on my personal computer. Ding. Um, but <laughs> it worked. Was- <laughs> I've been afraid be. to it's look awful.
2: Okay, fine, I'll look for it. I'd been avoiding this, but here we go. <laughs> That's just full out. Oh that this <laughs> is <I'm not doing laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the dreads in the back it's just shaking just his like- head. <laughs> Just shaking his head waving his hand I'm confused like no 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 by everything
0: in the video because she's got on a bikini but she's also like naked but there's other people dressed at the party but then she has on socks. I mean this does <laughs> at least look consensual. It's consensual. It's consensual. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what was what was to come of this moment? No one wandering around barefoot. <laughs> But there it is. It got the club closed down. So if that is what they were trying to do. Bravo, ladies, bravo.
1: So if anyone wants to find this video, go with God. Um, I think I found it on Reddit. Uh, Morgan saw it on Instagram. Um, We are not going to link to it in the show notes, but it is accessible if that is something you are interested in seeing.
0: Next up. I love this story when I first saw it. I was hoping it was like the work of, I don't know, a certain notorious Pittsburgh company.
2: Wait, I think I remember this. Are you uh, talking about the uh, poop senders people?
0: Yeah, oh, that's the Ohio Senator thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> What's not to like about poop? I
0: I don't know if it's I don't know if it's our people though. I don't know if it's I don't know if we can claim this is poopsenders.com. I think the poop is real. They sent it to what 33 members of the Ohio Senate.
1: All Republicans.
0: Yeah, they were all sent letters with allegedly real human poop. A few of them were found by the Postal Service, but most at least made it to the senator's offices. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that and opening it? They say none of them actually reached the lawmakers themselves, though.
2: Well, I mean, of, of course they're going to say that to, uh, you know, cover their butts.
1: <laughs> right. What sitting state senator in his, and I'm rolling with his because, of course, most of them are men, mm-hmm. is going to cop to, like, Acknowledging that they opened up an envelope of shit at their desk (laughs) like no one's going to say they did that
0: it couldn't have been it wasn't Poop senders, anyways because they say their feces is a very special fake proprietary blend.
1: Uh, a reminder to our newer listeners, uh, Poop Senders was embroiled in a federal lawsuit uh, earlier this year. Um, it's one of those pay-to-spam companies that will anonymously send something ridiculous to you know, your best friend or greatest enemy. In this case, it's very realistic-looking poop. Um, their identities weren't known for a long time, but it turns out they were a father and son duo in Pittsburgh uh, near the Cranberry area. <laughs> um, they got outed because of a, uh, that suit, um, and we did an episode about it on uh, February 8th. I think.
0: Yeah, we were on the case. Anyway, but this, this <laughs> now <laughs> this Ohio thing is being investigated as a federal crime as well.
2: Oh, right. I guess because it's through the Postal Service that makes it a federal crime. Not, It's not that there's like a special federal uh statute. Yeah, it's not because
1: the like lawmakers are like, you know, more protected than any general person. Um, I think the lawsuit in Pittsburgh that included poop senders was also because it was sent through the mail.
2: I just love the idea of like, okay, anything involving like feces gets elevated to the level of a federal crime. Well, it is
1: what is it is a biohazard. technically. So like, I, I get it. I think
2: that was like kind of the
0: gray, the gray line between poop senders and like their federal case. It's like, well, it's not really poop. You know, so you know th- mm-hmm. it's not a biohazard. It's just really off-putting and and unsettling.
1: I really hope that some poor government agent had to interview them and to ask, like, very specifically, like, what is part of your blood? Like, <laughs> if it's not poop, what is it? Like, could you imagine being sitting in on that interview? Well, I
0: just love the, that for them. We mix it with this, and then we do a spritz. It's a, it's an aroma of
2: like, like, mm-hmm. how do they get yeah. it to
0: smell like that? It's just
2: that's like, wasn't there the like influencer who sold. Old farts in a jar yes I have no memory of that and I'm thrilled with it <laughs>
0: I look up to her I want to be her
2: but then it was like there, people were questioning whether it was legitimate farts or whether she just gave it some little spritz of something else I mean I feel like old perfume
1: would have the same effect like you know work smarter not harder yeah because you'd kind of have
2: to alter your diet I guess to you know produce them on demand like that Morgan looks misty-eyed right now <laughs> it hurts
0: to see people you know living your dream That's all for this week here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Megan Harris is our lead producer. Our newsletter editor is Francesca DeBacco. Mallory Falk and Meg Dalton are our wonderful producers. And the host is me, Morgan Moody. Music is by Benji. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review. Subscribe to our morning newsletter, all the things. We'll be back on Monday morning with more news from around the city. So until then, have a great weekend. I don't know if i want to sell farts in a jar but um if i could make money off of it enough that like people knew that that's what i was doing and buying it yeah